Hello everyone, my name is Walter Seib and I am the CEO of HMS Host International. Today I welcome you to our first ever well-being podcast. What you are listening to has been adapted from our first well-being video that we recently published. I hope you have seen it and enjoyed it already. We turned it into a podcast to make it suitable for listening on the go. After all, we are all about feeling good on the move, or not? You might find some parts sound like you need to see something. That's okay. You don't miss anything if you don't see it. If you would like to see this in video format, you can find it on our Be Connected. Please enjoy our first podcast on emotional well-being and have fun with listening. Welcome my fellow associates and welcome to our first well-being video. We came in an unusual situation with COVID-19, a situation where people develop sometimes anxiety, they are afraid, they are depressed, and it's very difficult to cope with these unusual circumstances. One thing we have in common, my fellow associates, is that we are all in together in this unusual situation. Usually, I try to connect with as many associates as possible. And I'm well aware that I can't connect with everyone, especially in these days. But believe me, I'm here for you. If there's anything I can help, please reach out and I'm here to support all of our associates. In the current situation, I noticed there's much more discussions and there are also topics we usually don't talk about it, not with our colleagues, but sometimes even not with our family or friends. I felt we need some support. So that is the reason why I reached out to our friends at Move a Mountain, an organization where we worked in the past and have been very supportive and helpful for the company. They prepared a video on different topics and the video is focused on improving your personal well-being. There's different exercises in the video that will describe certain emotions and also how to potentially deal with it. And I truly hope that it has a lot of value for you personally. But if there's any need, please reach out to Move a Mountain or our HR departments for further support. So, please, sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy the video. And also, if there's interesting parts of it, repeat them, watch whenever you need to watch it, and I hope it will help you to get through this difficult period. And most importantly, together we can create a warm and healthy work environment for each other, for now and for the future. Hi there, welcome. I'm Eve Brugink. And I'm Herb van der Zwaan. For the next 30 minutes, we will talk about dealing with anxiety, gloom, sadness and depression. All emotions we don't normally talk about easily. First, we will discuss the subject of negative emotions and feelings. What do we mean by negative feelings and emotions? How come those feelings and emotions are labeled as negative? and feelings you should get rid of as soon as possible. Secondly, we will answer the question, 
If it's normal to have low moods, or do you need professional help immediately when you are feeling down or sad? Then we will give some advice of what you can do to prevent these feelings. And last and most importantly on this talk is how you can cope with these feelings and emotions once they are there. What are we talking about when we talk about negative feelings and emotions? Let's say it's about what people never post on the social media. We live in a world in which happiness and thumbs up rule. When you are not feeling well or having a hard time, it's not appreciated that you come forward with that. You have to deal with the negative emotions on your own. Don't bother other people with them. And because we don't show our real feelings anymore, we hide them from the world and sometimes even from ourselves. But that doesn't mean that those feelings don't exist anymore. They are still there. You yourself might experience times when you feel upset or low in mood. This COVID time has proven to be very stressful for lots of people. Not knowing what to expect, not knowing when it will end, etc. has a big effect on people. Fear and worries about your own health and the health of your loved ones, your financial situation or job, or loss of support services you rely on. So, hype. Is it normal or abnormal to feel depressed? Um, well, for some, low mood can become more uh, severe and difficult to shake off. When low mood persists in this way, uh, it's referred uh, as a clinical depression. It's a common problem. It's estimated that as many as one out of six will experience depression at some point in their lives. It's completely normal to feel depressed or in a low mood once in a while. Mm. These feelings are part of a normal reaction to lose or stressful events and should resolve in time. Not every low mood will turn into a clinical depression. Wow, that's uh, good news then. Yes, it is. <laughs> Most of the time it's just a mood and not a disease or a disorder. So uh, all mood swing every time. Yeah. Yes. Like we said, it's absolutely normal to have negative feelings, but we live in a world in which negative feelings are wrong. We live in a society where a high value is placed on being positive. Yet sometimes this simply isn't possible and people find themselves facing temporary or long-term sadness. Often our co-workers or family will say, cheer up, be positive. When this just doesn't seem like something you can do. So our environment forces us in a way to be positive. And unconsciously we start to believe that we have to work harder to feel positive if we don't. We assume it's our own fault or our own doing if we don't succeed in feeling good. That's the reason why we'd rather ignore those feelings. We try very hard to get rid of those negative feelings and thoughts in order to remain a normal person like the rest. Or we think that the yeah. rest is normal. But trying to get rid of negative feelings and emotions never works. The only solution lies in doing what we resist the most. We need to or have to acknowledge them. <laughs> That's easier said than done. <laughs> yeah, you're right. How, How do you acknowledge something you want to get rid of? In the first place. Yeah. Well, there are several things you can do. 
First, you can talk to someone about it, a co-worker, a friend or a therapist or mm -hmm. a coach. The ability to deal with these feelings is often made easier by talking to someone about how you are feeling. I agree. Don't hesitate to seek professional help if you think you need it. You can contact your local health worker or HR or us, Move Mountain. Helplines can also be a source of support. Yes, when people are starting to feel down, they tend to start thinking about it, not talking about it. You try to think yourself out of this state of mind. It's like being in a swamp. The harder you to try to get out of it, the deeper you get stuck. Hmm. Psychologically, it works exactly the same way. Mm, it isn't, you mean. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, exactly. Thinking is not the way out. Never. You have to start doing something and that feels very contradictive yeah. once you feel down. When you are in that mood, when you are in a, a down mood, low mood, you don't want to do anything. You don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to go for a walk, even don't want to eat or talk to somebody. You just want to be left alone with your thoughts. So doing is needed, not thinking. Sure. Have you ever felt depressed in your life? Yes, I know this mood very well. A few years ago, I felt quite depressed. I remember that swamp situation very well. Um, I couldn't stop thinking about my state of mind. Mm -hmm. And I tried to analyze what was the matter with me. And I tried to find the reason why by thinking about it. When I discovered I had to change the pattern Everything changed. I mean, I had to stop thinking about my depression and had to start thinking about doing stuff. Can you give an example of what you had to change, what you had to start doing? Of course. I started walking in nature and I bought a scooter, on which I made several road trips after work. Oh, so that's where you went after work. <laughs> and I changed a few of my daily routines. I cleaned my house. I quit uh, being watching Netflix. I noticed that uh, changing little daily routines affected my mood in a positive way. So now I'm getting a little bit worried, Hype. Uh, okay. Is binge watching always a bad thing? I mean, everybody does that, uh, uh, don't they? Is, is everybody depressed then? No, of course not. It's still, uh, I still like uh, binge-watching uh, Netflix. So, it's not, it's not about the fact that you are binge-watching, but about the reasons why you are doing it. Exactly, that's what I mean. Okay, so depression is actually avoidance behavior. Your feelings are so overwhelming or sad, that you don't want to feel anymore. So you leave your feelings behind in a way and start living in your head, the home of the thoughts and the home of the control. And you search for activities during which you don't have to feel anything. And binge watching is, is a real, real good solution for that. Yeah. yeah, your feelings aren't really gone, of course. You just don't want to contact them anymore. And that's where the relentless thinking takes over. Yes, and this relentless thinking is what pulls you further and deeper in the swamp of numbness. So, when you are able or would be able to feel something, 
that's a good sign instead of a bad sign. Starting to feel something is actually the only way out of the depression or low mood. It's a sign of vitality, a sign of life. Further on, we will exercise how you can connect with your feelings. And what also is very important to know is that one depressive thought will not cause a depression. Well, and that's what very many people are afraid of. That the only way is down once you had a few depressive or negative thoughts. And this assumption starts the whole process of trying to think yourself out of your thoughts <laughs> and losing touch with your feelings and emotions. Yeah, so what can you do when you're feeling down? Well, there are three important things you can do. Okay. First, you can make some lifestyle changes. You just told us about it. Change your eating patterns, drinking patterns, take up some sports, just break a few daily routines, take up walking. I don't mean become top sporter, but being active, using your body in a different way than you used to. Your body is the means of transport of your feelings. By activating your body, you activate your feelings as well. Pay close attention to the following. When you feel depressed, you don't feel like doing anything. So you have to use your willpower in a way. It's a decision you have to make. Just start, don't discuss this decision. Otherwise your thought will pull you back into bed or back on the couch. Mm. After using your willpower a few times and taking walks or doing sports, when you don't feel like walking or sports, you will notice that your mood begins to change. Not by thinking, but by doing. Changing your lifestyle is our first advice. Okay, and second, practice meditation. We will practice a meditation later in this talk. Meditation is a way of standing still in your busy life. You don't have to be spiritual to meditate. In fact, it's just an exercise in training your attention and awareness, learning to be mindful. And that's good for many things. And finally, seek professional help and book some sessions. Talking about your condition is very helpful. We said something about it previously. Somebody else can see you and your problem from a different perspective. A coach or a therapist is trained in guiding you through the process of letting go of your habitual thoughts and reconnect you to your emotions and feelings. It's absolutely normal that it's very hard, even impossible, to do this on your own. We need somebody else to shake the tree of our habits and patterns a little bit. So our advice is a combination of doing and not doing, being mindful. Are you mindful? Mm. Not by nature, I'm not. I wasn't born that way, but I really need to be mindful in my life. I have to take time to just sit down and notice my thoughts and feelings. If I don't, I will race through the days without feeling myself. My head is able to disconnect from my body and start a life for itself. That's the reason for my burnout a long time ago. So I learned to be mindful. I had to be mindful. And if I hadn't learned it, I might have been burnout for a second time. The most important skill is to learn to observe your thoughts and the pattern they make. Yes. Then you will learn that you have thoughts, but you are not your thoughts. Lots of people believe everything they think. Indeed. 
Not all your thoughts are always true. There's a lot of bullshit amongst them. Hmm. If you realize that, you have the key to be free. <laughs> I hear a song coming up, right? but the key to be free. Yeah. <laughs> I need to be mindful on a daily basis. It's like a medicine for me. It prevents me from disconnecting from my body. It helps me to stay sane during insane times. If you train yourself in being mindful, in taking a good look at your thoughts, the risk of losing yourself in your thoughts is getting less by the day. There's a simple way to start with it. Hey, will you do this exercise with us? Of course I will. Okay, we will do an exercise and it's called being mindful. If you are sitting in a chair, that's, that's great. Just sit up straight in your chair and if you're standing up, find a chair, sit down. And I will ask you to close your eyes and focus on your breath. Breathe in and out slowly. Open your mouth a little bit. And you breathe in through your nose and you breathe out through your mouth. And you notice your breath. And you notice your body. Perhaps you feel tense, or very relaxed, or sleepy, or a combination of those. Just pause, inhale, exhale, breathe. Reflect. Take some slow breath in through your nose. And slowly breathe out through your mouth. Slow breathing is one of the best ways to lower stress. Because it signals to your brain to relax your body. And that's what your body is doing right now. Notice how you are feeling and what you are thinking without judgment. Everything that's there is there. You don't have to change it. You don't have to judge it. Instead of responding or reacting to those thoughts and feelings, just notice them. And let them go. Your thoughts are just clouds in the sky drifting by. Don't grab them. Don't work with them. Just let them float by. And then you imagine that you are in a cinema. You are in front of a big movie screen. And all the thoughts that come to your mind, you see them appear on that movie screen. Perhaps there are lots of thoughts and you watch them on the movie screen. Maybe it looks like an action movie. All the different thoughts on the screen. Or maybe there are not so many thoughts. This is a quiet and slow movie. Or a blurry movie. It doesn't matter. Maybe there are lots of colors or is it a black and white movie. You just watch this movie screen with all your thoughts on it, without judgment. You don't have to change this movie. 
The smoothie is what it is. Just watch it. And now it's time to return with your attention to this talk. Wow, I feel quite relaxed now. Oh wow, that's nice. Can you explain a little bit about the effect of this exercise? Why should we do this exercise? Well, you will learn that you have thoughts, like mentioned earlier, but you are not your thoughts. Your brain just generates thoughts randomly. They come and go. Your thoughts are not a problem. Mm. If you start believing your thoughts, then you will get stuck into the movie. You will become the movie. And then your thoughts can become a problem. This exercise is a good way of learning to watch your thoughts from a distance. So it's like realizing that you are the screen and not the movie itself, is it? Yes, and you can train these skills. But that's good news. So it doesn't have to succeed right away, it's more of a process. Yes. So perhaps you can do this exercise a few times in the next few weeks. And if you find it difficult to visualize, you can also write your thoughts down. In a diary, for example. Right. Some people think they are not able to meditate or visualize. It's not an achievement. You don't have to work hard to succeed. It's all about being compassionate to yourself. And that is what is really needed. It's the ultimate answer to all our difficult feelings. And being compassionate to yourself is not an act of weakness. In fact, it's an act of strength. It's an act of facing the truth, not walking away from it. And we set very high standards for ourselves and very demanding towards ourselves. Our standards are so high, we can never meet them. Yeah, being compassionate to another person is far more easier than have compassion with yourself. Yeah, so don't expect too much of yourself on difficult days. Accept that some days you may be more productive than others. Being kind to yourself is the hardest thing to do. Being kind to others is child's play compared to that. And for all the viewers, can you say something nice about yourself? Mm. Could you say that out loud? Write it down. Mm. In my practice, I notice some kind of fear for compassion. People find it hard to really receive a compliment. Sometimes they question the person that gives the compliment. Like, oh yeah, what do you want from me? Why are you so nice to me? They don't trust the giver or the compliment. And people are afraid that if they become compassionate to themselves, they will become lazy. Or they fear the loss of control. Yeah, that's sad and funny at the same time. That we think that we will do better when we self-abuse ourselves. It's the other way around. There's even scientific evidence for that. So, there are a few things we can do to prevent negative feelings. Like taking up sports, take walks in nature, Change your eating or drinking habits. Talk to someone about your feelings and meditate. It will all help. But the best medicine is self-compassion.
Don't demand so much of yourself and be nice to yourself, like you would be to a friend. There's a simple exercise you can do wherever you are to practice self-compassion. Yeah, let's do this together. Right. I invite you to sit up and place your hand on your heart. Not the muscle, but your emotional heart. You feel your heart. Just for a few moments, make connection with your heart. You can do this every time you start thinking negative thoughts. Just turn to your heart. Feel it. Wow. That's beautiful and so simple. We are always hoping for better times and circumstances. That's the human condition. We suffer from that mechanism. Once you discover it's just this mechanism that makes us suffer, you are already becoming free. It's the judgment we are suffering from. If you don't judge your feelings so much, you can get interested in them. You don't have to work so hard anymore to get rid of them. Don't try to get rid of your feelings. It won't work. It's like a child that's asking for your attention while you are busy doing something else. The child won't stop whining until you turn around and focus on the child and ask, what do you want? Same with negative feelings. Yeah, turn towards them and ask what they are doing there. They will surprise you. Hopefully you enjoyed our talk and hopefully we succeeded in comforting you. There's nothing wrong with you if you are depressed sometimes. We offer two exercises you can do at home or at work. If you are afraid that you're not able to cope with your feelings on your own, reach out for help. Really, it is an act of strength if you do so. Thank you for watching our Move a Mountain talk. Thank you. What a great session. Eve and Hype did a terrific job. Thank you for that. Personally, I really learned a lot from this session and I hope you as well. And you can use the techniques and the information you got in this video for your own benefit. As a company, we recognize the importance of our emotional well-being for all our associates. I think this first video of our well-being session is a great example how we can give attention to each other. So what's next? I truly hope this video session gives you more clarity and space on your way forward. Most importantly, I also hope you feel already more relieved and relaxed. If you have the feeling after watching this video that you need more support, please reach out for more help. We have put together some different options for you, which be accessible through your local HR department or on Be Connected. So thank you for your time and please take care of each other and keep our workspace healthy, both emotionally and physically. Have a great day.
Thank you for listening to our first ever podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and it is useful for you. You can find the video of this podcast as well as the information on Move a Mountain and additional support on Be Connected. Be ensured that we care about our associates and emotional well-being is our top priority. Thank you.